So, Carly, how is your uh, novel planning coming along for NaNoWriMo? Uh, it's coming. Cool, cool, awesome, awesome. Connor? What? What about you? I've got nothing. Just got absolutely nothing. Well, good thing we're here to help you out. <laughs> This is the Christian Artist, Honoring Christ Through Creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And my name is Carly. We're here. We're ready to do something. And that thing is help Connor come up with an idea for his novel. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do this thing. Uh, Connor, what about you? You excited? I'm overwhelmed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it is all right. It's all I've been thinking about it all day and I've changed my mind seven times. Awesome. <laughs> Cool. You've even kept track of how many times no. you've changed your mind. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was just throwing it out there. The number seven seems like an appropriate number. <laughs> so, uh, where do we want to start? Um, Great question, Connor. What are well, let's let's just let's just inter- interrogate you, I guess. Um, <laughs> what are some things that interest you about stories, and you might want to include in a novel? Um, I've been going back and forth between a couple of things. That's, I mean, that's mostly what I've been trying to figure out is what, what is the most important thing to me when I'm writing a story? Mm-hmm. Because if it's not the most important thing to me when writing a story, I don't know if I'm going to keep writing it. You know right. what I mean? Right, exactly. So, uh, I would say first and foremost for me, it's interesting characters learning things or... Yep teaching the audience something yep, through absolutely. mistakes that they make. I think that's the most interesting thing for me when writing a story is there's there's purpose, there's meaning behind the situation. There's these moments that these these scenes that really stick in your head. Like like a man like like uh for instance, uh the Wax and Wayne series where Wayne is tipped hat with and he's walking with his shotgun and he's the, the, walking through the snow. And he's got blood in his boots. Remember that at all? That scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that scene where he's like just he's getting revenge, kind of a thing. Yeah. Is like just iconic for me. And even this morning, right before I left for work, um, Dad was like, "Hey, you wrote a book, right? Like you wrote Soul. What was the what was the name of your book that you were writing or whatever?" And I was like, "Ah, Soul Thief." And he was like, "Ah, there was that one scene that I really remember from that. It was like on a rooftop." And I was like, "What?" He was like, yeah, I was at a rooftop. And I was like, did some kid come and throw a rock at his head? And he was like, ah, I don't know. And I was like, was it raining? And he was like, oh, yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, huh. Like, there's these certain scenes, these moments that really stick out in your head mm-hmm. that, that um, you know, are very specific. And I feel like I do those, I do both of those things very well when I write. So that's kind of the strong point that I want to be able to emphasize as much as possible. Yeah. Trying to figure out is if that's best used in fiction. Like, uh, I, I keep saying that as if fiction and nonfiction are what I think they are. Um, as, <laughs> if it's uh, supposed to be, if I want to do like fantasy fiction or like sci-fi or something like that, like, like non speculative fiction or contemporary yeah, fiction are the words you're looking for. for. Yeah. yeah. Trying to figure out if I want to do speculative or contemporary. If I want to write something like the Jawa and Cleaver series, 
Um, the only thing I'm concerned about of writing something that's modern is it's going to be very hard for me not to write about people I know. And I don't know if that's going to be good or if that's going to be really weird. Or if like I'll write something about somebody that I know that's very on the nose and then they'll like read it and be mad at me <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to figure out if that's, that's going to be a problem for me. Because one of the main things that I, you know, enjoy doing with all art is like, like we even did this with like Darkest Dungeon, the video game, where mm -hmm. we'll we'll make all of the characters that we make as people that we know, or like this war of mine. Yeah, <laughs> all the people in this, uh, you know, war apocalypse, not apocalypse, but like uh, survival, this like war survival game. You know, we make all of the, our friends and then, you know, play with their lives. Yep. <laughs> and I think like, it's a lot of fun to do that as writing a book. Idea. And we, we had an idea for like the superhero one one time. We were going to write a book of, of uh, a superhero novel um, slash series that we had planned, you know, about our friends and what their superpowers would be. Yeah. You know, like trying to figure out if I would want to write something like that. Right. Or... I'd rather just do something that's speculative fiction that I can make up my own characters in. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, I think either way you should make up your own characters, but um, I mean, obviously there's any character you make is going to be based on real people, you know, because that's how fiction works. Right. Um, right. I think it's just a matter of making sure that you're, you're mixing things well enough. Um, don't ever just write, this is this person um a good way to well, it, like yeah. because any idea right any idea is only good if it's two ideas um that's a right. quote that i heard right so it's like it's you know so like um uh jerica's book that she's writing for NaNoWriMo right like um it's you but different right like and, and right. I, I don't remember her specific differences but it's it's you but you know you live in this situation and you're you, you're like this um, it's right. like this person, but they're actually in this occupation. And so they act differently. Uh, you right. can take, you can synthesize these things, right? You can be like, well, I'm inspired by that person's personality. And I'm going to put them in this situation. And as long as you're not like wholesale ripping off their, who they are as a person and their life history, like, um, you're probably, you're probably going to be okay. Right. No. I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't planning on literally writing. Right. I know. People, obviously. I know. <laughs> but no, that's good clarification. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, so in terms, so what you, you talked about, um, like characters learning something or teaching the audience something, right, by through their mistakes. What what journey would you be interested most in telling? Because this is something that's uh, vague enough that could fit in any sort of story. Um, so w what would be like a what if in terms of like a character's emotional journey or a character's like a problem they have to deal with, something they have to um, learn. Um, that interests you the most what what do you want a character to have to learn in this book um yeah i don't know right like mine is that it's not okay to force people at sword point to to do anything even if it's a good thing um right that's my thing that my character is going to learn Is there something that like recently has been resonating with you as like a, a thing that you've learned maybe that you can extrapolate or uh, externalize into a character? 
That's what I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. So this is what I was afraid of. <laughs> Dead air. That's all right. Well, so what is what? Just let, let's talk about some things that you've learned recently. Just start shooting them out. Or just things you've learned in your life. Important things you've learned in life. This might be getting a little vulnerable. <laughs> you think? No. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, this is very easy for me to be vulnerable with these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, uh, no matter what, life can't be about one person. Um, so in terms of like someone focusing too much on one person and not enough yeah. on like the other people in their life. Yep. Sure. Or, or even just, just the idea of being so focused on my own problems that I like, like, uh, well, I don't know. This is a very Christian thing, so I'm not sure. <laughs> like this is, this is a very like only Christian idea that you can't really take the God part out of it and have it make sense. But just the idea of like, I, uh, what I like am trying to, uh, be comfortable and trying to find comfort or acceptance in other things I'm not serving other people and I'm not looking for the people that are also looking for the same comfort and acceptance that I'm trying to find right now. And that's very selfish of me to walk in a room and be only thinking about myself rather than being able to thinking about serving others. That's been a big one recently. I'm just always thinking in terms of always being able to identify whether or not I'm being selfless or selfish um, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a difficult one to extrapolate out into a non, and, and I don't mean non-Christian, but like into a, because uh, that's, that's more vague atmosphere. Well, yeah, but the idea is, is, is that you find your acceptance, um, and love from God. Therefore I can willingly go out and seek to serve other people without like fear of missing something or not gaining what I need to be gaining. So that's where I, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, hmm. um, delegation. That was a big thing recently. After watching My Hero Academia and reading mm-hmm. Oathbringer, is uh, if you're a leader, leader is not taking all the weight for yourself because then everybody else feels mm-hmm. pointless. You have to be able to delegate and make other people feel important too i mean that is a really easy one (laughs) and poignant one to do especially in speculative fiction right like you can do like that's attack on titan has a lot of those themes too like in terms of like teamwork and yeah not bearing all the burden on your own um those are really easy themes to play with
I've always wanted to write a book from the first person of my point of view to try to explore for me to be able to third person explore my own psychology. Um, th so is this third person or first person? I, I was confused. Well, so it would be, I would write it first person, but for me, it would be, I would be able to read it and third person for me, be able to explore my own psychology because I'm writing a first person book about myself. If that makes sense. No. It just sounds like you're doing a first-person study of your cell. Sure. That's what that right, is. But, you're not right, ever going I'm into not, a third-person view. But I'm not doing those things. For me, I'm not actually experiencing those things. So for me, it is Right, third but person. using the term third-person to describe know, that isn't accurate. Yeah, so. oh, I know okay. what you mean now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean... Like my... I mean, you could, we could talk, Connor, I mean, this is a really easy one, right? You could do a first person novel, um, based on a character who's similar to you. I mean, Kirillan is similar to me. Carly's main character is similar to her. Um, <laughs> yeah. she's I can't talked about this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't like... no, but think about this, right? Like do it, like do a first person novel, um, exploring the psychology of a person who is similar to you and then, um, uh, being a leader and having to learn how to delegate. That's not as interesting to me because I've figured that out. Right, but you could... Right, but then I'm not discovering anything. That's that's what I'm trying to get across. Okay, so maybe... I would be discovering is like my own emotional state in situations and whether or not I empathize with people and what that really means, stuff like that. But then that's not an interesting story. I'm not going anywhere with that. That's just right, me exactly. my own psychology. Uh, I mean, you can very easily make a person who has an ISTJ personality in any story um, right. or situation. So, I mean, that can be a thing, but, like, we need to find a, an actual what if first. Um, yep. So, what... I mean, when when has something grabbed you in terms of like a story, a spark of a story idea, just anything at all? Like there has to have been stories that like story ideas that have come up. Yeah, there have been plenty. I just can't remember any of them. <laughs> um, did any of the stories that we were talking about when we were going through all my notes that one day spark your interest? Uh, not something that I would actually want to write, no. Mm-hmm. Part of me wants to just go back and listen to the episodes where we talked about my Soul Thief book and figure out why not I want to write that. But then again, even just thinking about it, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to go back and write that, do I? It's so complicated. Yeah. I, I mean, it's probably best to, to move on from it. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm. So here. Let's do this. Um, I mean, what what about um the sto any of the stories that we've already brainstormed on the podcast? Yeah, no, those weren't interesting enough to me. Okay. <laughs> that was the first thing I did when I needed yeah. a nano ideas. I went to all uh -huh. of the brainstorming ones we did. Not not to say that they weren't really interesting. They weren't interesting for me personally yeah. to write. Not saying yeah, same. I like, meant. I wouldn't have been able yeah. to successfully write 
yeah. I guess I guess I'm gonna be the one who writes all of them then because all of them are like that for me. <laughs> yeah, I want to no, I want to write them. For me, it's something that if I was a writer, I would write all of these. But I have <laughs> to have something that is really going to grab my attention. That's very simple in a way, yet also complicated. <laughs> to make it simple in the way that uh, I don't know how to describe that. It it because like uh, the whole soul thief idea, right? It's it's multi layered. I have to plan ahead for all these different things. I want to write something that's that's less outlined, I suppose. And mm-hmm. I'm I have to have some level of discovery writing. For I mean, to... yeah, every lead outliner. Um. So I mean, the the only thing that's come up so far that sounds like you're interested in is this idea of of learning how to, um to delegate responsibility but you said you already kind of learned that um so maybe what's a thing that you're kind of in the process of struggling with right now in terms of yeah but what if i learn learn? it and then i'm like ah what do i do now i I mean you're gonna have to learn to write a story that you've already (laughs) learned like i've already learned not to force people to do things at sword point (laughs) that's good so like I, I don't think you're gonna be able to find something per that in that perfect sweet spot where you're like I still haven't really le- like if 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 you're worried about learning it in the process like you're just gonna have to choose something and then go with it. I know. So I feel like this isn't the best place to start for me. Okay. So what do you want to do instead? I have no idea. <laughs> do we want to like do another sort of brainstorming um um method in terms of like do we want to start with like character setting or plot? Do we want to go? to one of those mediums and have me throw throw you out like things that exist in those mediums and see if something grabs you mm. um hey what about the what about the book um that you were thinking of writing uh where the personality magic was the thing oh yeah that was uh that was an interesting one zolin aaron i think it was yeah I don't even remember what that one's about, actually. Um, about it. So it was a story about... Maybe we talked about it on the podcast before. I don't think we did, though. No, I don't think we did. No, so it, uh, it was about uh, this lady who uh, is betrothed to this man, and he dies. And so she... And she's like the princess or some very important noble uh, woman in, in her kingdom. And so uh, she hears of this place that you can go to to uh, uh get this some sort of magical item or something like that to resurrect uh, a dead person and so she oh yeah hired... this was a mix of the location magic thing and then the <laughs> yeah yeah i remember now yeah so she hires somebody to uh well she hires a group of like outlaws and thieves because her her uh dad her her uh the king yeah, she was so she was a princess, and the king is her father, and, and his father, her father, isn't going to let her uh, leave and try to do this because, uh, you know, like he's very uh, protective of her, and so she hires these uh, like prisoners or uh, not prisoners, I think they're outlaws. Um, I don't remember exactly how she meets them, honestly, but she hires them to 
to go help her resurrect this this dead person mm-hmm. or no no they i think they trick her i think they pretend to be mercenaries yeah i think there's something about that oh no they were they were hired to kidnap her that's what it was oh yeah <laughs> and they yeah. pretend like it was it was the whole um warbreaker sort of thing yeah yeah yep so these these three like hooligans uh pretend to be mercenaries um get hired by the princess and the princess thinks that they're taking her to go to this place where a dead person can be resurrected they were hired to bring her to this place to a different place um where she would be end up being the sacrifice for a ritual mm-hmm. to Ooh. like condemn her king <laughs> right and on the way uh, well, okay i mean before you describe the entire story like is this something that <laughs> interests you it's definitely Still. something that interests me i don't know if it's something i want to write though right so uh, i mean we don't need to describe the entire story to <laughs> right uh, yeah sorry no that's all right I- i'm just trying to think in, in the interest of actually like getting to the core of the, the issue here i just said something i brought up because I-, I know it was an interesting thing to you before um But yeah, I mean, it it depends, right? Like that if you one's want, too hard. right? That one's I, too hard because I have to figure out how to explain the magic. System exactly. The yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now that I'm <laughs> interesting, thinking about it again. Um, what you need is something that's really simple but evocative. Yeah, I um, need something that starts simple, that can become complicated as it goes. I don't. I. I. I, I can't have something that I start with all of this information and have to figure out where to start. Mm-hmm. I have to just be able to start. Um, so we were talking a little bit before this about the I Am Not a Serial Killer series, um, and how that is, I mean, that's a thing that you really like, and right. it, it might be interesting to do something along those veins, and just in terms of it, terms of it being, like, in the modern day, and then maybe having a character that is similar to you in personality, um that you can we would just end up writing the john Wayne cleaver series right <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair um okay yeah so i mean where do you want to go from here do we do we want to brainstorm setting character or plot like do like we need to th- we, basically what needs to happen here is there needs to be thrown out ideas right so that you can get a feel for things and and maybe sub- something can spark Um, let's do something. Let's do something where let's start with characters and I want to write some story with an adult and a kid slash kids. I want the story to revolve around the relationship between um adults and children and the the whole idea like the the whole my hero academia thing Mm -hmm. of it being like Mm. kids are the future and sure um they shouldn't be looked down upon because they're kids okay um i mean it sounds like you have a good idea of characters then i mean that that is a good like 
base for an archetype of characters. What you really need now is to pair that with a setting or a plot archetype. Right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Okay. Um, so here, let's, let's think about this. Carl, do you have any idea? Any ideas to throw out here? I've been talking a whole bunch. Um, I've been thinking a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's look at speculative fiction genres. Um, I mean, you probably want to stray away from superhero story because that would just be my hero. <laughs> right. Um, so fantasy, science fiction, horror, um, like utopian or dystopian, like near future sci-fi. I sci can never do utopian or dystopian. I could never do that. Um, alternate history, apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic, um... Like na modern supernatural. What's okay? So if we think about if we think about um, uh, the character types of being of like that idea of like the playoff between the adult who's like teaching the kids who are like the next generation sort of a thing. Um, what's another show or media that you've um, consumed recently that? really spoke to you or like was evocative to you in some way like in, a, in terms of setting or plot what's been like filling your brain space recently in terms of media um I mean, a show that neither of you have watched, and I also don't want to recommend, so I'm not going to name it. So. <laughs> okay. Well, what's what's something from that show that was is it was evocative to you? That's unrelated to the whole, um, you know, uh, uh, adult children relationship thing. I mean, just like a really, really good like uh, man relationship, like a very great like like two bros that just actually care for each other and are extremely forgiving even when you know they're the worst and also just characters that are extremely extremely powerful and uh, you know it sounds like we're just describing my hero <laughs> well no <laughs> i know what you mean i know what you mean but <laughs> No, yeah, this this show is on a whole different level with my hero, of just insane power, but like, uh, yeah, maybe it is a little bit like my hero. <laughs> um. Because because our, our our goal now right if if you want to write about that relationship between like an adult who's like training kids or like you know mentoring them, what we need now is an, is another idea to mix with that one that creates a spark that creates something right. really interesting, um that you wanna wanna pursue. Um, so is there anything like setting wise or anything like that like that from media you've consumed recently that might be interesting? 
that's interesting on its own, but might be really interesting when paired with that idea. I mean, honestly, I just keep coming back to the idea of, like, the main character isn't a good guy. Um, what about this? What about an adult um, who is not a good guy, right? Who is who's legitimately not a good person. And right. he is tasked with training <laughs> and mentoring um, a group of children. And through the process, like, realizes that he has to be a good person for the sake of these children and he has to be a better person or else he's going to screw them up. That's too... I feel like I've seen that done too many times. Where? Uh... I mean... I'm thinking of a few things, but I also don't want to name those. How <laughs> <laughs> much shows have you been watch watching, Connor? <laughs> no, you. I mean, no. Don't worry about it. Uh, these aren't recent ones. <laughs> just sins in my past. It's fine. Yeah. No. No. They were all. They were great. I just wouldn't recommend them for the sake of don't want to cause anybody to stumble. Mm -hmm. Um. Are they things that I know about though? Yeah. What genre are they? Um. I mean, very apocalyptic. <laughs> ah, see, I, I told you guys, I was worried this was going to happen. <laughs> it's all good. Happened plenty last week with mine, so... <laughs> So you don't want to go there. You don't want to. You want to. You don't want to have a like a bad person having to like train younglings, as it were. Um. So. Oh, okay. I mm -hmm. kind of want to write a story where I'm thinking five characters where it's two adults that are supposed to train these children. Uh, both of them have their own powers or abilities that they're trying to pass on to these kids. I don't know if it's like magic or physical or whatever, mm -hmm. um, but one is good and one is evil. Mm. But both powers uh, or abilities are essential to training these kids. Oh, so we got a little bit of uh, Jedi Sith sort of <laughs> a thing. Yeah, and it's a it's a thing where the two are really good friends. And it's kind of like an Anakin Obi Wan thing where they're like the best of friends, but he knows that he's evil. And he I, okay, so you know what this is? This is um, this is I'm getting um, X Men vibes here, right? Like, um, Magneto <laughs> and and uh, Xavier. Ah, yeah. Um, which is n that's not a like we should we should keep going with this. Like that that's a good idea. I like that. Like, there's plenty of room there to still explore. Um, 
okay, well, what powers would maybe interest you? Um, what would be interesting in terms of like a, a training uh, story? I don't know. Why are there two aspects to this power, or are there two powers? Like, what what's the wh- why are these two people having different powers, and why does it why is it necessary for both of them to be taught? I don't know. I mean, short answer is they're both. I mean, obviously they're both on different levels. We could, we could, I mean, we could always go back to the classic if we're talking about magic. Um, is it mental, physical, spiritual? You know what I mean. But one of those things. In terms of like, soul. yeah, what the power does. What the power does. Um, and it depends, right? Like, uh, if you're if you're doing some sort of physical abilities, um, I mean, you could do like a a a a, mech, a mix of like. You could do both, right? You could be like, there's a physical power and then there's a mental power and both have to be mastered. Right. Um, and then you have this side of like self-control. Yeah, that's, no, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's right, okay. Meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right, so self-control with the body and then self-control with the mind, um, whatever this ends up being. Um, okay, so is the what-if idea here, who's the, okay, let's, let's start with this. Who's the main character? No idea. <laughs> well like who who would learn something right that's the question are the adults the ones that are learning here are we are we getting the perspective of the adults learning to be friends or like learning to respect each other's abilities or are we getting the view from a one of the children who is having to reconcile these two abilities and the morality of the people who wield them and has to choose which is better or if neither are right I think that would be really interesting, the second one. Right? Are these powers that are maybe inherently, or not inherently, but are considered, like, culturally, and whatever this is, good and evil, but it's, it's like, the kid has to decide for themselves whether or not they think they're actually good or or evil. Actually, I'm starting to think Mm -hmm. in terms of what if there's only one teacher, but he has a multiple personality disorder? Um... (laughs) one is one is good and one is evil he literally maybe it's a magical thing even that he transforms into somebody else um at, at, at like maybe like a, a, a like a cycle of day kind of thing like a werewolf where oh. during the day he has this ability and so this is professor lupin teaching the students yeah. of hogwarts but but he has to also teach them how to be a werewolf exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh i'm kind of really interested in that both sides yeah. of his person are important okay so what if we played with that as a more direct um idea then the idea of like a lupin style thing right where it's like it's like at a by day sort of thing right like he teaches them this normal like pretty pretty like standard like this is a good guy like you keep yourself under control sort of a thing but then at by night like there's this other side to that maybe maybe all of the characters have this condition or whatever it is right like Maybe maybe the uh, the people he's training are similar to him, and they have to learn the same dual nature and how to control it. Or maybe they're trying to no. So he screwed up and separated the two, and he's trying to teach them how to balance the two. Mm. So he's the extreme. He's the failure, and he's trying to teach them that he has to balance the two powers. Uh, sorry, say that again. 
So, so it's it's like a yin and yang magic, where you're supposed to have this light and this darkness, this offense and this defense. You're supposed to balance the two, and he screwed up to the point of it split his personality. It split his yeah. Like if you don't control the power in the right way, it like yeah, it splits. It's, it's you. always That's trying to separate cool. itself. Yeah. Um, or maybe just the, like even the thing of like you choose one or the other. And they're trying to teach people to choose both. They're trying to teach the. They're trying to get people to be able to use both at the same time. Okay, so what? Why could these powers be conflicting? What is conflicting about them? I don't know. Like, um, is this a simple like one is wild and one is controlled, or is this something that's actually moral? Um, moral has a moral base of uh of it right where like um i don't know i'm trying to think uh because i'm still thinking in terms of like werewolf right because like if you could have this idea where you have this side of you that's like um in control and you can use and you have to be super controlled to use it but then the other side of the power you have to completely let go and just like not be in control at all for it to work and so it's like i mean that would probably drive someone insane to have to have the discipline to do both Hmm. yeah i mean it's just an order or chaos magic honestly this sounds a lot like the emotion system uh what do you mean that's the emotion magic system Gib, where you're either feel i have to feel a certain emotion to cause this thing and then the, the wild people. Remember the wilders that uh, um, uh, don't, I don't feel think... anything when they do it? I mean... Or no, 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 no. You're supposed to feel nothing. And you're only supposed to go uh, do a, ma- a, a thing where if I touch this person I and I activate my magic, depending on their emotion, it's going to create a magical effect. But I my emotions have to be stale. And there are people who don't do that and use their emotions while they're touching people and then it creates a random effect remember that yeah i mean i know what you're talking about i i think there's enough difference i don't i don't think that's it's, you know I don't have to worry about it. unless you are okay. interested in pursuing that as well a, that's that's thing. what i was bringing up is whether or not you thought that was interesting or just too complicated um because that's kind of what it sounds like it sounds a little bit like it but i mean i feel like it's not it, it should be more like the the thing we're looking for is something more evocative something more intense um because if it's i mean i don't know i don't know maybe that would work especially if we're talking about it like a character who's maybe similar to you that sounds like a thing that might be interesting in your psychology the idea of like feeling emotion versus not feeling emotion right um that could be interesting well so so bringing it back to like the main thing being the main thing who's the main character of this and what do they learn i feel like it'll be the teacher i'm not sure if it'll be them i mean it it would just be how to teach children that would be them learning is them learning how 
to well i mean honestly it would be less about them learning something and more about them accomplishing something and what they learn will define whether or not they should accomplish this thing or not right but like what is stopping them from being able to accomplish something or, or accomplish this right like what misbelief know how to teach these kids but why doesn't he know what 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 thing about his character is preventing him I mean, I would probably say the alternate personality part of him. So it's a matter of someone um I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's a matter of it's just a matter of someone having to learn control and then being able to pass it on or i mean it doesn't that doesn't sound as interesting um like i feel like the the, the idea of having it just be based on this multiple multiple personality problem seems like a cop-out to them actually learning something in the process right like okay. it doesn't seem like that will lead to actual character development okay um and if you want to do something simple and clear get evocative i would stray away from the multiple personality thing that okay. seems like it'd be over overly complicated okay um so like what would you want them how do they change i guess is a better word than what do they learn from the beginning of the story to the end of the story how do they change as a person I don't. I don't know. This. This is something I. I can't just decide arbitrarily. This is something I have to decide based on the circumstances. So we have to move on from this part of it. Okay. Um. Then where I, do we go I next? Need, I need to figure out what they're trying to accomplish. Why do these kids need to learn this? Okay. Okay. Um. I mean, the simple answer would be they have to face something, right? There's a problem in the world, and they have to fight it. That would be the easier answer. Um, so it's this idea, right, of um, they have to... Okay, posit this. Um, there's some sort of malevolent force or beings or whatever, right, that are threatening humanity or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And... Um, there have been two types of magic users, for lack of a better word, that have kept them at bay, and and they complement each other. Right. And they, but they've all suddenly died. There's none of them left. The only person left is this guy who has been able to use both of them. But because they're, it's like a yin and yang sort of a thing where like they they complement each other, but only if they're on other people. And having both of them at once is really hard to do because they fight against each other but but he's the last hope for humanity and he's trying to teach the next generation of kids right like how to use this magic to save the world mm. hmm. he is one of the malevolent being beings <laughs> he is one of the evil beings so <laughs> what of course that's the idea that you come up with <laughs> yeah so so why is he trying to train these kids i have no idea because he's betrayed his own kind or because he's he's what trying to 
Like, does he have uh, bad intentions in doing this? Uh, no, I think. Well, I think he probably has good and bad intentions. How's that? Because it's multiple personality disorder. No. Okay. So I'm thinking. What if? No, I don't know. The thing with writing a character with multiple personality disorder is you would have to do a lot of research on multiple personality disorder. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> to do it right. <laughs> no, I'll just make it up. No. It's a magical thing. Oh, okay. It's a magical thing, Caleb. I'm trying to think of whether or not he is half of that race. being. <laughs> Oh, well maybe 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 the actual thing that's happening is there's okay, so maybe there's three races in this situation. There's one that knows one kind of magic, there's another that knows one kind the other kind of magic, and they've been ganging up to defeat the third being which has right. like threatened to destroy them, right? And so there's like a type of people that can use one magic, a type of people that can use the other magic, but this guy is both. He is half and half. Or maybe he's a third of each of them. No, that'd be too complicated. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Let me think this through. So the thing that this is... Now I'm thinking, yeah, go ahead. Now I'm, now I'm thinking maybe he's race three teaching kids of race three how to use the, both of the magics to uh, pr uh, prove themselves in society. What do you mean by prove themselves in society? Uh, to to be considered not evil people. Like, they, they've always been these out... No, no, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, okay, so maybe race one and two won the war. Yeah. And then this is a guy trying to teach race three to join the civilized world and yeah, use these magics, which are essential to civilization. No, that totally changes the point of the story. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, here, here's the point of the story. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's this dude. Okay. And he, uh, he seems to have this half and half personality disorder thing. Um, and it is like you said, so all of the people of this certain magic type. Okay. So there's, there's two types of magic. Okay. So it's the, it's the good magic, the light magic and the, the dark bad magic. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, all the people of, of the, the light magic have been keeping the dark magic people at bay. That's the bad guys. And they like sealed them off or whatever. Um, and then all of the light people ended up dying. Or maybe all of the light people ended up sealing off the dark magic people using their lives. Like they sacrificed their lives in order to do this thing. <laughs> and they sealed it all off. And then it's like, uh, it's thousands of years later and everybody has forgotten the light magic because there was no reason to learn it. And all the people who uh, did know it fought, and most of them died. 
so there was very few left to train the people anyway and one of the people who was evil or no one of the one of the light magic people um who who saw value in training people of the light magic or whatever but nobody would listen to and very few people did it or whatever um he wants to try to change people uh train people again and uh in order to do so he tried to um he he somehow got corrupted by this dark magic he was trying to figure out a way to like warn the people of like hey this threat is real and like messed with the barrier did something so that he got corrupted and what's happening is not that he is this half and half thing what's happening is that he's slowly turning into this evil demon creature and he's <laughs> training people not to to fight the people across the barrier because the barrier turned out to be permanent he's training a bunch of kids to kill him once Ooh. he finally turns <laughs> okay I'm, i might have missed something explain it in one sentence <laughs> really rad cool guy <laughs> uh so this guy is trying to train these kids to kill him because he's because, gonna get this dark magic and yeah not because everybody. he's this half and half thing but because he's slowly turning into the dark side and so the darkness has been sealed away for a while right Right, that's what I'm trying to figure out as to how he got this darkness. I mean, that's that's not a thing that you necessarily need to figure out when you start writing when you start writing the book, right? It's just the idea right. of, yeah. I mean, I, I really like that, right? The this idea where um there was this dark magic or whatever, right, that was being fought by this light magic, but the light magic won and sealed off the dark magic, and so nobody needed to use the light magic anymore, and so it lost like everybody forgot about it okay dude this is a perfect analogy <laughs> for like spiritual warfare and like when you are lax in because things are good and then the time right mm. where like you have to be able to fight but you've forgotten how to hmm. and and even the thing of like this could also be an analogy for like people in the church. Like if, if, if you're, you know, you're in a church and you think everybody's saved and everybody's fine and there's no such mm. thing as false doctrine, there's no reason to call out false <laughs> yeah. doctrine. And then somebody turns and then it's like, Oh, how do I deal with this? And he's trying to teach people that there is such a, there is a reason to do this. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. So they thought <laughs> that uh, the dark magic was like a race of people. Mm -hmm. And it became this racism thing where they all were the same race, but because some people got this light magic and some people got this dark magic, they thought it was a racial thing. Um, but it turned out that it wasn't a racial thing, that uh, the dark magic, you get the dark magic from doing a specific action. There's mm -hmm. a curse on the world where, and, and, and there's, so there's a blessing slash curse thing. If you, if you do this heroic thing, you get the light magic. And if you do this evil thing, you get the dark magic. Mm -hmm. Um, and people, nobody's been trying to be that heroic thing because they don't need the They don't need to. Yeah, yeah. And it's so mm -hmm. self-sacrificial that who would do it anyway? And yeah. nobody is evil enough to do the dark magic thing, except for, like, this one guy 
who did this dark magic thing and did the heroic thing at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say. And he got both of them. But, but the darkness is going to win. I don't know. But he knows the darkness is going to win. He knows that he that the dark okay, magic Okay, so what about what about this? What about this? I, I don't know if that necessarily works because no, it I don't know. Yeah, so so I'm thinking, right? Like the idea is that there's going to be this return of the darkness, right? Right. Um, but if it's bec- if it's only because someone does like I like the 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 plane with the themes of like laxity and yeah, like letting your guard down and then having to learn how to fight again. Um, but like if it's if it's something where I don't know, I'm trying to think of how to describe this. Um, we need something that is there. There needs to be a threat of these things of, of this coming back that isn't like, it seems like it would be really hard for the dark to come back given what you've said. Um, but I feel like it needs to be more of a threat than it is. Cause it just sounds like right now in the story, like it's just this one guy and it's as long as they kill him, then everything's Maybe fine. in the process of him, um, getting corrupted by the dark magic, he accidentally makes, like he weakens the barrier and now there's a threat of the barrier completely collapsing. What if so he has to teach them not only to like kill him if he if he progresses into this darkness or but he has to train them to protect everyone else. What if what if he knows how to to break the barrier so he knows that as soon as the dark magic finally corrupts him that that's what he's going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Here's my question, though. There has to be something preventing him from killing himself. Something in the dark magic, like the the pharaoh part of him. Oh, he knows that if he if he tries to kill himself, that only the good part of him will die, and and the uh, the other evil race part of him won't be able to be killed by that thing. It has to. It, it can only be. Killed I feel by like the I feel like just leave. It's probably a good idea to just leave any sort of race talk out of it entirely um because i don't think it would make sense for a world like if 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 this happened because you do a thing and get the dark magic it wouldn't have made it it wouldn't have made any sense for it to even be in legends like one type of people who did this because it would have been literally anyone like i yeah i don't know um i like where we're going with this um, the issue is just finding something that is simple and poetic and is not overly complicated. Um, but it fits with the themes that you're looking at. Um, so he's training people to use the light magic to be able to fight the on the wave of darkness that is coming is the end of the story he dies or no he he, rather he turns and like breaks the barrier or is the end the students save him i don't know because that comes into a lot of like what the point of the story is right like um because it feels weird to me 
that like if the whole story is just this guy is like training them to be able to kill him right like be able to like that that's a that's a fun one-liner like that he would say in 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 training that would be cool right and i like that but like at the end of the day is that really what we want to have happen like the end of the story is literally he's like yeah this is inevitable i'm gonna be corrupted and i guess that yeah i'm gonna break the barrier and everything's gonna go down to the crap and then you're all you're all gonna have to fight these monsters or whatever honestly right? i feel like the uh, somehow i want the end of the story to be the guy has to kill the kids why <laughs> 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 what is wrong with you? <laughs> These are the kind of stories that I love. No, but what is the point of that? I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, because it's 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 the the uh, it doesn't take away from the expectancy. So obviously, if I if the story becomes so, the story is is this thing, right? It's it's this guy training these kids for this thing. Then you find out that he's really training them to kill him. Mm -hmm. But that can't be the climax. There no. has to be a twist. Because there. that that sounds like a like first pinch like reveal. Right. Right. If, if, but if that's the first pinch reveal, is then then the question is is it do they do they kill him or do they save him? And that's what you're expecting the whole time. So it, it can't, can't be either this, of those. It can't be saying. either of those things. It has to be the guy then has to do something else. And it never was about him trying to kill him. It's, it turns out to be that he trains them to try to wield both and they end up failing and he ends up succeeding. Mm. And then he has to just But why, them. okay, so this is the thing. We've completely changed the nature of what these two things are. <laughs> so I don't think it makes sense anymore for him to be training them to use both, like at all. It would make zero sense yeah, in this world. Um. I don't know. David, do you have any ideas? He's in chat right now. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been he's been posting a bunch of ideas, but uh, we've kind of moved past several of them. Mm. Um. <laughs> he just said, "What's the question?" <laughs> like my idea of having to kill the kids. I don't know. Like it, it depends. Like you'd have to find the right w way that that would work because, like, yeah. It, plus, you'd literally then be killing off the majority of your main characters, right? And, that's, and like, that's, that's, how would the reader feel about that? That's not my concern. <laughs> so, I mean, the 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 problem, <laughs> Connor, mainly is that it doesn't seem like the story has been set up at all to do that and because we don't well, have we a reason yet story. right i yeah, know that yeah. but like we'd have to find a reason for why that makes sense um if you want that to be the ending right? right because as you've set it up right now this guy is training them in the light magic and in the light right. magic only because it wouldn't make any sense for him to ever train them in the dark magic because it literally corrupts your soul um um what if it's a disease the dark magic yeah. Yeah. That was kind of what I was thinking. What if it's something that he spreads to them? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. No, what if he's teaching them in the light magic because he knows he's eventually going to turn? Because the, the dark magic 
they so the legends have had the dark magic wrong the whole time and they thought that it was this other race thing and it turned out to be this disease that ends up that they cured and now it come it, it came back because the disease mutated it, the, the disease evolved and now it comes back and latches onto this guy and uh, he becomes the host that then spreads it to the kids he's trying to train right but what's the point is that he ends up figuring out how to control it and right but what's the point it? i don't know right like like that does not sound like a satisfying story at all to me to get to the end and then he figures out how to do it but then he has to kill all of his pupils especially if they're children like that just seems like <laughs> darkness with absolutely no point yeah <laughs> yeah Okay, so are we are we gonna go with the idea that you get the light magic by doing something noble and self sacrificial? I don't know. And you get the dark magic by doing something really selfish. No, I don't like that. So how do you get it? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I think like this is why we need the reason. This is why we need the arc. Because then we can decide what all of these things do. What do you want him to change and learn? I don't know. Do you want him to learn that you can resist the darkness, but only with the help of other people? Is that is that what the moral of the story is? Do we want it to be... Uh, that could be a good one. Right? Well, that's what I was thinking, right? Like, if we have it be where the, at the end of the day, the... So, so, okay, what about this then? He's teaching them. He's like, all right, the darkness is coming back. We gotta, we gotta like teach you the light magic again, right? And then, ha you know, the first pinch we get, he's like, yeah, I actually have the dark magic. Uh, you're gonna have to kill me too, right? Like, I'm training you to kill me, right? And everyone's like, oh man, what's that? And then you're starting thinking, okay, are they gonna actually kill him or are they gonna find a way to like bring him back, right? And then we have the, the the bad thing, right? Where like it's it's not that like he infects them or anything like that, right? It's literally I think we should go with the whole selfishness is the dark magic and selflessness is the white light magic, and by being those ways, you can infect yourself, right? You can you can get this, um, and you get to the point where yeah, the students are corrupted, right? For one reason or another, right? But then the teacher saves them. Because the entire time up to that point, we have this main arc where the students are like, no, we can't kill our master at the end of this, right? Like, we need to find a way to save him, right? Like, there has to be a way to, like, save him from this corruption. But during the process, they get really pessimistic and then end up, like, turning evil and turning into the dark magic themselves. But the, the instructor, through their efforts, like, manages to resist it and especially, like, looking at their helplessness... And realizing that he's the only one that can save them, he manages to, like, finally resist it and get rid of it. And then he can do the same for them. He can help them get out of it. And then That's the... Interesting, but, I don't know. Did you say that was interesting or what's not interesting? It was, it's interesting, but it's not evocative. Because if the if learning is right, you can resist this, but only with other people. You can't do it alone. That would be the perfect reason. 
Okay, let's say we go with that. Let's say we go with that for now. I have to figure out what the magic actually is and what it does <laughs> and how you get it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, let's just think about this, right? Like, if we're going with this whole analogy of, um, like, spiritual warfare sort of a thing, what are, I mean, what are the, what are the people who got... So, we're assuming, right, that the, the, um, the people um, with the dark magic, right, like, they were, like super selfish and super evil and so they got corrupted and maybe like right. this corruption has like physical features and things that it gives you and like you turn into this dark undead being or something like that right and that's why there was all these legends about this dark race or whatever right um but it was just because they became that way not because they <laughs> were that way originally um and then we have this whole thing right where like they are they're still trapped in this dark barrier thing right um, and they've been waiting this whole time and they've been like waiting and, and like getting ready to come back because they can sense that eventually the light barrier, right? Because the, the, the people with the light magic, they created this barrier, they created this entrapment, right? For all these people, but it would only last a certain time and it would like eventually, it would need to be renewed, right? But like the problem was everybody's forgotten how to do the light magic. And so he he's not not necessarily training them to like, be able to fight them when they come maybe if it if it like he like fails enough that like the barrier falls but if you can train them in time then maybe they can figure out how to renew the barrier right and keep it up um but then we have right like this thing where it's the light magic is exists to combat and like get rid of the dark magic people um now the issue we have okay i think it should mm -hmm. be an offense defense thing is the light it's so mm. it's not it's it's the same magic oh it's the same magic it's an offense defense thing if you're using the the defense thing they're trying to create the barrier and so what he's trying to do is he's what he's trying to do is he's trying to teach them um how to no no it would have to be two separate things of magic no it's it's one magic and then it's a it's a it's a race of of beings and he no because that doesn't work either i'm trying to figure out a way to do this um what i what i think would be interesting is if we go back to the whole control non-control thing mm -hmm. where he's trying to teach them to do two things at once he's trying to teach them to renew the barrier which requires a lot of self-control. But he's thinking, what if they fail and they don't have enough self-control to make the, to, to complete the barrier, then they have to figure out how to fight the demons, which means they have to learn the complete opposite of that. And be okay, so what if it's this, Connor? What if it's this? Um, what if the people, he has a misunderstanding of what this actually is, what the magic actually is. And so um, maybe maybe we paint it in such a way that like using the offensive version of this magic, right, isn't immediately apparent that it's like, it's dark magic, right? But it totally right. is. And so by using it enough, you become this dark being, right? But it doesn't inherently like right away look like you will become that. It's a, it doesn't have any like physical, it, like you're not shooting dark bolts from your hands, right? Like right. it's just offensive version of the magic or whatever, right? But that's what made them become like they were. And so like he's trying, he's he's like thinking like, okay, I got to teach them both of these, right? I got to teach them to, 
to kill and to protect. And then we have the whole like Kaladin thing, right? Where like he realizes you can't like you can't kill to protect in, in the same way, right? Like you can't um, if you if you use this magic too much, you will die like you will become one of them. Right. And they don't need to to learn how to kill these things because like the whole point of the defensive magic is to keep everybody safe like you can just imprison them you can just get rid of them but you don't have to by by feeding into this offensive part of it you're corrupting yourself and so he's teaching them both without realizing that that's the thing that's actually killing him okay you're gonna need to explain that again (laughs) Uh, yeah i i'm trying to think of a more pithy way to say it um I was just thinking of a really cool scene where there's these like paintings of the old war and like the place that he brings them to teach them is like this temple that he's, he's been living at for a while. Um, and there's all these paintings of like the old warfare and stuff like that. And there's the light and the, the dark magic. So there's the, there's just normal humans using the light magic and normal humans using the dark magic and they're fighting each other. Um, uh, David had a great idea, actually. Okay. Um, he said, maybe it's like selfish intent gives you power, and selfless intent allows you to bestow power or heal, and using selfish strength is like a frog boiling in a pot. What if the whole way that this magic works is through intent, right? Are you using it selfishly or selflessly, right? And so oh. he, right, he, he, he's teaching them without realizing it, like just okay you just gotta like learn how to survive sort of thing right like just use your pure instinct to just like like that might be a thing you'll have to do sort of thing right but he's inadvertently corrupting them with this idea right and and the the moral and moral of the story right is this idea of the selfless intent where you're helping your other teammates you're giving them power and then they'll know what to do with it right if you try to take the power for yourself maybe the magic is like a physical like it can be filled and in, in in like drained, and there's like a certain amount of it in whatever way they they've like taken it or whatever, right? And there's like a certain team pool that everybody's working with. And if you're drawing from it selfishly, you're gonna end up getting everybody else killed because you're you're using it for yourself, and then that's corrupting everybody, right? But then using it selflessly like fills it again or something like and and it's like all about like that teamwork aspect of like using power to help other people instead of yourself Uh, yeah i mean i definitely just want to go to the john wayne cleaver thing of are you trying to kill the bad guys or are you trying to protect the good guys exactly yeah the bad guys to protect the good guys that's one thing but what is your intention with it yeah and that could be why the war even happened is because I mean, it became like a like a a, a crusade, right? It, yeah. it became a crusade where it, all people cared about was just killing them, right? Right. It wasn't. It was because them. yeah, and the war the war turned, right? Yeah. The war turned, and then it was all just about about exterminating these people instead of like saving anyone because they didn't need to right. save anyone anymore. And maybe they lost the light magic because of it. Yeah, they lost the magic because they used it wrongly. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, we 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 should we need to iron this out def- definitely what's going on here because we've thrown around a lot of ideas. But I want I want to go back to that to that scene that I was describing. So mm-hmm. I definitely want him to have some sort of duality. Um, 
and I, I need mm-hmm. to explore how that happened. But I, he definitely needs to have some sort of duality. And uh, he ha- he has all these like paintings and and uh, like uh, what's it called? Like what's the word uh, I'm thinking of? Like uh, like a painting on like a wall. What would that be? Um, a mural? Uh, mural? Mural. Mural. Yeah. yeah, he has all these like, murals <laughs> and stuff like that of of the two races fighting with the the light magic and the dark magic mm-hmm. right or whatever not races whatever so they're they're fighting with the light magic and dark magic and it's let's literally... let's call them the two kingdoms that's probably two a good kingdoms. way of that probably makes more sense yeah so and and it's light and it's dark and what he uh what he so he's, he's teaching these kids like hey this is what we're up against kind of a thing like we're supposed to use the magic for uh oh, we'll just wait for just one second so you're supposed to use the magic for a light or you're supposed to use the magic for uh you know dark or evil kind of a thing um and so he's teaching them to use the magic offensively um to fight the dark magic people and it's their magic isn't like dark colored and then when he finally realizes the one they're corrupted, he like goes back and looks at the painting and like <laughs> scrubs it and realizes that he, in his duality without remembering it, he had painted it a different color to confuse everybody. And he was been teaching them wrong the whole time and didn't even realize it. And I, that, that's the scene that immediately went to my head of like, he not knowing it, painted something over, he repainted history to make it look I'm, I'm confused what's happening okay well why is he painting uh, maybe something? it's not as interesting no so like there was these old like murals of like mm-hmm. um, paintings of like right what's the what's the thing he got wrong I, I was confused about that the duality his his dual personality thing the other part of him repainted the color of the magic to make it seem like the offensive magic wasn't what was corrupting them and and he didn't realize it and then he like went and like touched it and like like the paint came off or something like that or like and he like removes it and is like oh my goodness like i literally did this i like not even realizing it wait it sounds like you're gonna have like then a lot of like scenes of him like being this like like teacher monk guy right where he's like painting things you just have to make that a thing like throughout the novel then then it will make sense when that actually is a thing later yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. The only thing I would say to that is that, like, paint is harder to I know, scrub yeah. off than you think. Yeah, I don't, so, so maybe maybe he... It would have to be, like, some kind of, like, chalk or something yeah. that that he's just drawn over an existing painting. Right. Yeah, I realize that, too. Yeah, you can't just... <laughs> It's like, unless the paint's still wet, maybe, but. <laughs> I don't know. And that's that's totally irrelevant, too. I just, that, those are the things that I always think of. That yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are good yeah, yeah. to think about. Um, So, okay, we, we need to get, like, a solid idea of what this is. Because, we've, again, yeah. we've been throwing a lot around a lot of ideas. We need to actually know what this is. So, we have a kingdom that what used the magic selfishly so there there is this one power source right mm-hmm. and the the bad kingdom used the magic selfishly and they were like going to try to conquer the second kingdom right mm-hmm. and that's what started this big war 
And so the the people with the light magic, you know, the the second kingdom, they, um, the heavenly kingdom, as we might call them, um, they were using the magic only to defend and protect, right? But then, you know, they they started. I mean, they were using the magic to kill too. But like, it was in all in like again the selflessness. They they were using selfless intent. They were trying to protect and and defend their people from invasion. Um, but then they started winning, right? And then it became a reversal where, um, like the, the, the first kingdom had forgotten how to use the defensive part of it. Right. And so they had no defense when the other people, so maybe it was like the, the, the second kingdom started learning the, the selfish part of the magic. And then they're like, oh, this makes us so powerful and we could like take back our lands and stuff. And then they started pushing further and then it became about, you know, killing rather than, than protecting but they won the war and then used the last vestiges of their defensive magic to seal away the, the first kingdom. Right. Um, and then centuries have passed. They don't need to use either of the magics anymore. And so they both disappeared. Um, and then there comes a point where this guy, okay. So how do you get the magic? I don't know. Obviously not everyone has this magic. So, I mean, I think we should go with the idea of you have to do something heroically selfish or heroic or not heroic, heroically selfless what if, or <laughs> what if they made the barriers? Maybe there's a place that you have to go to get the magic or like past this rite of trial or whatever. And what if they sealed off? What if they had to seal off that place into the other kingdom? Oh, maybe they just use the power from the well or whatever it is, right? To, mm -hmm. to seal it. Oh no. You know what it is, Connor? No, they didn't seal it off. They drained every last drop of it, and it had to oh. regenerate. Oh yeah. So there, there was just no magic left, and and now it's starting to come back. Um, right. And then you have like the magic is starting to come back, and then I I, I really think that it should be like you get the magic, like you become a magic user by doing something heroic or doing something like incredibly selfish. Um, because that, that paints an interesting picture for, um, for what, um, for the characters that might be the, the magic users, right? right? You'll be able to come up with interesting reasons why they got the magic. Um, but I think it could be either one, right? And that's what's so interesting about the magic is you do something either really selfish, like legendarily selfish, or you do something legendarily selfless. Um, and either one will give you the magic. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, David just came up with a really good way of describing it. Martyr versus murder. <laughs> you have the martyrs and the murders. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, so, right, we have that. And then we have a guy who who did both. Right? We have a guy yeah. who who did something incredibly selfish but also incredibly selfless, maybe in the no, same yeah. action. Yeah, and yeah. the only reason he was able to do that is because he had... Okay, I don't want to do a multiple personality disorder thing. Uh -huh. I want to do something where it's another person who now lives inside of him. What? And I want <laughs> You keep complicating person. this, Connor. What are you doing? What? How? What are you... What are you how is this going to make work? it a lot harder for you to write. 
if you do make it a lot easier for me to write. Okay, explain this. Explain this. Okay. All right. So I want what will eventually have to be revealed is that this person, and I don't even know if I need to even write this scene, but like this person, because at first I was thinking, what if he like protected his child or protected somebody he never even knew, but he also really wanted to kill this person, right? The only reason he was able to have both at the same time was because he had this conflicting, he wanted both of these things truly. Because usually, you know, if I'm killing somebody to protect somebody, which one do I want more? There's always a, there's always, uh, you know, an answer there. Like I wanted to protect this person. That's why I did this thing. It's, it's what did you actually want? But this person truly wanted both of those things at the same exact time. Does that make sense? Yeah. But why is there another person inside of him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Because because a, a multiple personality disorder thing that makes it complicated to me. If I have some sort of magical reason as to why, there's... but why do you need that though? Like I I'm I'm so much more interested in reading about the person who's just conflicted, yeah. who's right. just a person and and has conflict conflicting ideas about what he wants and what is right. I guess that's not as interesting to me. <laughs> right, but it, it's so much easier to write, Connor. Like you, like seriously, that would be you're you're overcomplicating an already complicated story if you add in a multiple personality anything. Like this is about people struggling with selfishness or selflessness. If you add another person in his brain, then you give him an excuse to be a certain way. Oh, it's just this other person doing it. It's not actually him. Right, I thought that was the point. Do you want to give him an excuse to be a selfish jerk? Yeah. I thought that no, I thought that was the point. I thought that was the point of him being conflicted is that he has it's not that he's No, because then it Connor, it, it, it brings up the entire point of the like what I'm seeing in this in the story and the magic. The the fact that you can like you you are have are struggling with these two sides. Right? And like you can choose selfishness or you can choose selflessness, but you can't choose both. Ultimately, you're going to have to decide which is your master. And it's interesting, right? Like, and but, but the thing is, right, like, if he, like, murdered someone in cold blood in order to protect someone else, right? But it was, like, a revenge thing. But he, like, died doing it or something? Like, that's what David brought up? Like, he murdered himself doing it? And then he, like, got resurrected through the magic and, like, got the magic again, right? Mm -hmm. Like, first person in forever who's done this. Then we had this instant setup where, like, he, he, like, I'm I'm assuming that, like, if you do something really selfless and you get the magic, you're predisposed towards the defensive side of it, right? Like, the protecting side of it. And if you do the opposite, then you're predisposed to the opposite side of it. But he's predisposed to both, and so he's constantly struggling with which one is right. Right. No, so that's, that's that's what i'm going for then that's even easier for me to say so then he was resurrected with so so there's the thing where if if you do this selfless thing you then become this person that's kind of the the idea like if you do this really heroic thing you then embody this person like that's the thing right because because if somebody does something truly evil and then they're like ah oh, you know whatever and you know they get this evil dark magic from it that's 
that then becomes who they are. So, so what you're saying is when the person they, does these things, they're reborn as someone else, kind of? Yes. Okay, I'm they interested in that. They become these legends, and so because he did both at the same time, he became two people. Okay. I'm more on board with that. If you like, okay. If you, okay, right. If there's like some sort of like, yeah, like reborn rebirth thing that happens, no matter like when you do the selfless or selfish thing, and you become incarnate evil or incarnate good, right? But then he became incarnate both, and so yeah, you have this like conflicting. But it's both. I think it should be both. They're both technically him, but they're right. also different sides of yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, to me, it makes more sense and would be a little easier to write to make it just seem like he's a very conflicted person rather than he has these two completely opposite sides of him that are fighting. Like, he should just be internally trying to figure out which one is right rather than... Yeah, that was what I intended anyway, even if he had a multiple personality disorder magical thing, is it's not that they're two opposites, it's that he is conflicted between the two. Right. And but I, I want there to be this thing where he thinks he has it under control and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. Especially the way you've described it. I, I I'm on board with that as a as a concept. Um Yeah, if if like the magic involves a rebirth, I'm I'm interested yeah. in that. Yeah, that idea of him So so then I have to I so I do want it to be that he's the same person, right? Like you do this super heroic act and yeah, I mean, it should be martyrdom. It should be martyrdom or a murder. That's literally what it should be, is you died yeah. protecting somebody. Or you or, killed... Or, yeah. you, or you killed someone else in, in cold blood in the right. most selfish act, act, action possible. Right. And then, yeah. And maybe... They maybe, both at the same exact time. Yeah, so my question is, why doesn't everyone who ever gets martyred or murders someone get this magic? Because it has to be the the true incarnate incarnation of that thing. So I'm I'm obviously there there have been plenty of people who have like purposely. So it's tried a, it's a pure it's a it's a like purity of intent, not not yes. purity as in goodness, but like purity as in like one oneness. Because yes. obviously, not, if you were not, doing it purely for the desire of getting the magic, it would exactly. be an ultimately selfish thing. Right, but it, but it's not it's not an evil selfish thing. So therefore, yeah. you get nothing and you just die. Mm. So there are plenty of people like so it literally has to just be someone who is literally murdering someone for the only purpose of murdering them because they want to right not like so you couldn't set out to get the magic on purpose ever right no it just happens i mean like it's not it's not like something it's not like it has to be absent from your mind in the sense if that makes sense but but you don't do it for that Right. Like some mm-hmm. people are like always warn people like, hey, if you do that, you'll become the incarnate of evil. And, you know, they're like, I don't care about that. I just need to kill this person. Right. Then they would get the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into it. So and then we have right like we have um, this idea then like the so magic is coming murdered, back. He murdered his wife in cold blood to protect his child. And he ended huh. up dying in the process. So his wife was like... His wife tried to murder his his kid. Why? Uh, I don't know. Great question. (laughs) I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean you think you know right now. That's a thing you can think about. But, like... So, I mean, the things that we still need to kind of figure out is, is like, a a base plot structure here in terms of, like, 
point A to point B. Like, we have him, right, he's, he, he takes these students, so it's like, right, the, the, the first, the second kingdom, right, the heavenly kingdom, or whatever, right, mm-hmm. the, um, they, like, he, he gets the magic, um, the elders of the kingdom or whatever, right, like, figure out, like, they meet him and, like, figure, like, talk to him, and they're like, whoa, like, you got the magic, like, this is, this is crazy and bad, because if the magic is coming back, that means the barrier is failing, mm-hmm. um, and so we need to, like, figure out this magic again yeah so they so what they did was so i'm thinking that the barrier is so if let's say it's it's a well of power right right the barrier is split right down the center and they used all the power from the well to create the barrier right um and now that the so the power so so why is it that all of your stories end up having a magical barrier in them yeah i don't know i love that Um, legend of the seeker yo yep uh so it was this idea of like when when you would when you would get that energy you would then expend it right and they would dissipate but because they put all of that energy into something that was supposed to sustain consistently the power then was sucked into that barrier and then stayed there mm-hmm. so that's what happened and since it's coming out again, that's yeah, bad because that means back into the well, and so people are like, ah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right. And then and then what happens, right? Then then this is the, the story. Our story starts like you know, like ten, twenty years after mm-hmm. he's become this person, right? right? And and they've gathered together, like yeah, they've was, scoured the land, say, right, yeah. for all the people who have been reborn. Yeah, and yeah, so he so he got the powers. And then he, he like became part of like this, uh, like super secret, like Ruby type thing where it was like, ah, the four maidens exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he became part of that. He became like the crow of that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Order. I'm imagining this guy definitely being crow like. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then they were like, Hey, um, we need people to be trained in this thing. Exactly. Um, and and you're the only person of us that has the magic, and you have. Right. Both. We've read all these books about it, but you actually yeah. can do it. Yeah, and so they, so they're like, "Hey, you go train him." Yeah, and so you maybe these these elders, right? These nameless elders, they were the ones who taught him how to use the magic from right. their books, but, but he's actually, but he's actually mastered yeah. it. And so, like, so, so then, so then he's like, "Hey, so this is what they taught me. They spent two years trying to teach me this thing." Right. That was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is what we're doing, and yeah. Yeah, and maybe like they've they've lost their understanding of like what the magic is and why it 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 incarnates the way it does, and right. so he's kind of figured a lot of it out for himself, right? Especially the parts that are the e- evil part of it, right? Because they're obviously not going to teach him any of that. He's figured out right. that for himself, and he starts to like try to train these people, right? And he's giving them tips and tricks as like things that they can do with it, and then he ends up like like uh, teaching them the selfish part of the magic without realizing it. And then we had this thing, right, where he's like, okay, so so now we have to we have to get to the point. Okay, in in terms of like the the uh, what's it called the pinch, right? Does he still have the moment where he tells them they have to kill him? Because it doesn't necessarily sound like that's a moment in this story anymore. Okay, so then we now we have to realize. Okay, what is the point of them? Okay, so the barrier is going to dissipate. Do they still think that the people on the other side are going to be evil? 
Um, That's the question. Why do they instantly assume that? Is it just because of legend, or is there, or is it a different race? That I don't think know. it should be a different race. I don't think you should make this into right. a racism thing. Right. So, should... so then, so then, because so then, if if it's both, well, the idea, I, right, I, is that they done. they've exclusively had. Like the the whole the whole claim to power for each of the kingdoms. The first kingdom right. had the the dark side of the magic, right? And right. the second kingdom had the light side of the magic. Right. And so their whole thing, right, is like, oh, if the barrier is failing, like they're gonna want revenge on their lifelong enemies that sealed them away forever, right? Like right. that they've been planning for this forever. And right, I mean, they probably sealed them on the worst half of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why why do you think that the dark magic people were gonna come over and conquer them yeah. anyway? They had a better land. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You because they had preservation and they had them. ruin right yeah. like they could only destroy things and and yeah so they don't know what's going to happen they just know that they have to be prepared for everything or just keep the barrier back up that that's probably their first goal is what if they just recreate the barrier but they know they can't do that until the the, the barrier fully dissipates right and so there has to be like a moment yeah but the the issue right is that like nobody knows how to do it anymore they have the books but yeah so i guess like the story would be right he has to train them to do what he thinks needs to be done when the barrier falls Mm -hmm. so it's up to him right like does he teach them to protect themselves like does he teach them to fight does he teach them is he teaching them to resurrect the barrier like what what is he teaching them what does he think is important I mean, I feel like he's teaching them both. I feel like right. he's he starts teaching them how to use the the barrier, and then when he realizes that it's a lot harder than they think it is, or simply the fact that they can't make it until all of the magic comes back, that'll probably be something they have to discover. Because he like gets them together and starts teaching them the light magic, and, and right. then like maybe chapter seven or something like that is like, all right, we're gonna go try it and see what happens. I think you guys can can create the barrier. Maybe we can take it piece by piece. And they realize that it's just, they can't even kind of make a barrier. They don't even know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, okay, this is hopeless. And, they, and he like talks to the people with the books and he's like, what are we doing wrong? And they're like, it has to be a hundred percent of the energy. You can't just <laughs> restore it or repair it. It has to be all of it. So that begs the question then, if people are using the energy when they use magic, Oh, okay, so you, you had said before, right? Like, when they use the magic, it dissipates, and then it goes right back. And so right. maybe even when they have it, it's not actually gone from the well, per se. It's just permeating everything. And so what they're doing with the ritual is literally taking away any magic that exists and then yeah. putting oh, yeah. it through here. Yeah, so, it, so it's not a thing where, like, no one can be using magic when the barrier goes up. It's just that the the, bar- the well has to be full again. Um, right. And the well is always full, except when they use, use the barrier. Right. Um. So, I feel I then. Think, I think this would be a really cool thing where it's like it's like this giant like rock formation with like water that's like running down it, kind of a thing. Like the magic is like running down it, and mm-hmm. and the more. So it. So it's like a tiny trickle. Yeah. So the more <laughs> magic thing, the faster the water like goes down the the fall. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a, a current thing. Sure. It's, it's the water gets drained and like. Uh, into the people and then immediately comes back to the top so the more it's being used so like during a war people would have walked by it and it was like ex- like like pouring over and like doing all this crazy stuff <laughs> and then when there was time of peace so so there there should definitely be like analogies of like 
you know, we've had still waters for years. And like, mm. is that, so they always compare things to like water of like, you know, if something is chaotic, it's always to water or if something is peaceful. It's always to still waters. Mm -hmm. Um. So I feel in this incarnation of the story that we've kind of come up with, I feel like the, the reveal that like you have, to, you might have to kill me is a much later development in the story. Right. Like it's almost like where he, where he's been struggling with it for a while. Right. And then right. he, he like tells them like after they like been training to like, bring up the barrier and he's been training the fight he's like you know you know when when this barrier goes down there's probably going to be a lot of uh evil magic users on the other side of it right um and i might be one of them i don't know what's going to happen like you yep. might have to kill me and then we have the last bit being right okay so, so the question then for you connor is when the barrier falls what happens oh no it's all about balance caleb it's all about balance so the more light users that he trains and the more powerful they become the, the darker his dark magic gets, the more powerful his dark magic gets. Why? I, mean, I feel like it would be the opposite because he's trying to train all these people to protect a bunch of other people, which is an extremely well, selfless act. No, so this is the thing, Connor, right? I mean, that one, that gives you a weird, really weird philosophy that does not fit in... I don't think you want that in your story. That that would be you're you're, you're literally using Confucianism as a or a Taoism <laughs> as a worldview. Then, if you're doing it that That's way, That's true. Um, <laughs> what it would be, right? Is he's he's like the the issue, the reason why he is having to struggle with this is because he keeps teaching them the selfish side of the magic without realizing that he's doing, or maybe even after he realizes that he's doing it, he's still like they need to know this because like this can save their life, sort of a thing, right? Um, and it's it's eating them up because he's he keeps using it. That's the problem, right? Um, and uh, yeah, again, the the question I want to ask you is, what happens when the barrier falls? Um, is there going to be a horde of armies that are going to come pouring forth, or I feel like it can't just be like anticlimactic, where it's like, yeah, nothing was on the other side; it's all fine. <laughs> I was right. gonna say that'd be really interesting. <laughs> well, but but the, like if the whole story is about like um, complacency with, right? There's gotta be yeah, fight. yeah, that's true. There yeah. has to be an enemy. So yeah, I feel like there's an enemy army on the other side that is. What if it's this, Connor? What if it's this? What if the there's a there's a a major chunk of the end that's like them legitimately actually fighting. Like in a war, the 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 people, right? And at first, they um the, the like the people he's trained, they 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 use the because they're on the offensive because they're like we need to take the fight to them, right? Um, they they use the dark side of the magic, and then that gets them right. all sorts of trouble, and then they they they're risking like going to the dark side as as it were, right? Right. Um, but then they realize that the dark magic users um that have been appearing on their on this side of the barrier have. Right enslaved the kingdom where once they were like they've been free for a while because the, the magic didn't exist anymore but actually uh, the people of that kingdom have been enslaved by the dark magic users whenever they've been around and so then they start using the protective magic to save the people instead of uh, killing the, yeah. the evil people then it, yeah then it becomes this thing of like what is our priority in this war yeah is it protecting ourselves? Because that's not the selfless thing to do. Exactly. That's what it is. No, they're not. They, they, they're they doing the protective magic. They're very careful not to use the offensive magic. They figure that out eventually. 
obviously that's going to be a thing that they have to that he starts teaching them that you have to have the to protect yourselves and survive that has to be important because if you have the magic there's not a lot of other people that can and and you like embody good i embody good and evil so i have a problem but you guys should be fine Mm -hmm. so you guys have to be able to learn to protect yourselves and take care of yourselves too and so then he starts teaching them to be offensive with it and they start to like get some of the darkness exactly yeah and then he realizes okay that's bad we need we need to focus just on protecting instead of offense and then when they start in the war and they're just protecting themselves they realize that that's selfish too Mm -hmm. because it was never about us and them it was was, yeah it, yeah, it, it was it was never about like yeah, just defense or just offense either. It was about yeah. intent, right? It was about right. And maybe that's one of the major misconceptions of the magic is yeah. we have the defensive side and they have the offensive side, right? right. Um, but the best defense is a good offense. Well, no, <laughs> just <laughs> the the idea, right? That like it has to do with more with the self, the intent, right? Like, are yeah. you doing this selfishly or are you doing it selflessly? Yeah, because protecting yourself is just as self you can be just as selfish as yep you know hurting someone else okay i mean i think that's a pretty solid premise um what do you want the magic to be able to do in more specifics is there anything more than just like is it literally just gonna be like shooting energy out or like what what are you thinking i don't know obviously there are defensive and offensive um sides to this david says become the hulk (laughs) so i mean i think there should be an aspect of like i mean these are different people like they are not regular people they they they're like incarnations of maybe that's what they're called they're like incarnate the incarnate or something because i like that um but they're obviously different and maybe they're just naturally stronger and better and faster and stuff because they are that thing. I always love super soldier type. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what does the, what does the energy do? If they tap into the energy, what, what can they do with it? Is it like a green lantern sort of thing where they're literally using the energy to like do things, right? Or is it like they're infusing themselves with the energy and then doing things? I think it could be both. I think it's literally just energy. I think I think that that should be something they have to explore. It's, it is like a Green Lantern thing, not in the sense that they can shape this energy, but in the fact, in the sense it is legitimately just energy, and whatever they can do with it is whatever they can do with it. Uh, so I mean, you run the risk of it being a very soft magic system then, which lets you right. not solve problems with it. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I was thinking of like the the they always are always trying to discover new ways to use the magic. I mean, like, yeah, there can be new ways to use the magic, but there should be a like a, a general like there should be rules, right? Like j- a couple of general yeah, rules for rules. like how it works and how much they can use, like that sort of a thing, right? So what I mean, what 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 does using the magic cost them? Not a whole lot. Obviously, using the selfish side of the magic makes them more selfish. Right, but what does the selfless part of it cost? 
maybe it just like literally weakens them. Yeah. yeah right. Probably. It just takes they're they're like using themselves as the conduit, and so. Right. Right. Okay. Maybe that's maybe that's the thing. Right. Like. Um, what if the offensive thing is using somebody else as the conduit? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Right. Hmm. You're draining their life to power whatever your magic you're doing. Hmm. You're using them as the conduit, and it's like sapping them. So I mean, really, what you're doing, right? Like you're just like shooting. Like you say, you shoot a bolt of electricity out of your fingertip at someone, like as an offensive thing. Like they're, it's it's literally conduiting. They're the conduit for the magic, and they're like being weakened by it, and then they're taking to the force of it, and you're forcing them to do so. But then the offensive magic is therefore just that much more powerful than the defensive magic. Is right, that, but it corrupts I mean, you. Is that just the... Well, yeah, but who cares if it corrupts you? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I mean, that's the danger, right? That's honestly the, the issue, I think. But, okay, so then then in the war, they lose. Like, there's no really way that you can win that war. Uh, I mean, you win the war by saving the, the enslaved populace that can come to your... Right, aid. no, I'm saying they wouldn't be able to fight the other side. You know what I mean? Like, how do I fight somebody when I can't use something... I, ca I can't use your energy to fight you. I have to use my own energy. But you're also using my energy. My yeah, energy that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And damage me. Like, that's a, such a one-sided <laughs> fight. Yeah, David said, I mean, that's why they needed a barrier. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it does sound like it's just a losing war then. Um, how do they, like, how would they fight that? I don't know. There's obviously something more powerful about the good magic that's just maybe harder to ac access. Oh, oh, well, yeah. well, well, okay. I mean, obviously, Connor, I mean, you can use other people as conduits, but they have to be willing in the good magic. And so you have the whole teamwork aspect, right? Yeah. Well, if you all work together, you that can use, sense. you can use your own, like, another person's energy and you can, you can do it in such a way right where it's like okay i got some energy you can use some of mine right now and then we'll use your like and yeah. pair it out like that it's right? the whole delegation thing. exactly yeah yeah but then they're still just using the same amount of energy for the things that they do no but maybe maybe they just have they have access to more of it like maybe it has like when you have maybe maybe there's a concept of um like you'll have to name it with power exactly yes exactly exactly yep um yeah, like the the more people you're around that are like willing and part of your group, right? It it, be, it's, it becomes a hive mind thing. There's got to be a cool name for it. <laughs> um, so I mean, there's there's a book series that I read uh, called the Assassins Trilogy. Um, that uh, they they use the name Coterie for it, which was a great name. Um, it was like a bunch of people whose minds were linked together. Um, let me let me find some synonyms. Yeah, find some synonyms for that, and we'll see what happens. Um, the set, a circle, a band, a community, a cadre, um, a party, a faction. It should. A cabal. It should just be called like, like as like the collective group, like martyrdom. A martyrdom yeah <laughs> ribbon they're not dying <laughs> well yeah but <laughs> they would call them what like, do you call martyrs. a group of martyrs 
Like, I feel like that would end up being confusing with... Yeah, I mean, it probably would, honestly. They're martyrs. There's martyrs and murderers. That's what they're called, right? And then a martyrdom would just be, like, a group of those people. Do you have any ideas, David? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, why would it not be called a martyrdom? (laughs) But it's it's like a coalition. Yeah, how about that word? Coalition sounds too sci-fi-y. Yeah. Um, let me let me look up some more synonyms. Ring. Um. A combine. What's what's the story word when it's a heroic? What? You know what I mean? Like, like a heroic. What's what? What am I thinking of right there? Like the story word for like it's a her- a hero's tale. Um, an epic. An epic. <laughs> oh, that would be kind of cool to call that. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. A group of a group of martyrs, like they should be called martyrs. Right. They're they're martyrs. Or no, I mean they're the incarnate or whatever. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. uh, the incarnate is both of them right the incarnate mm, are yeah. either martyrs or murderers so I, I don't think it should be murderers I think it should be murders murders that's good right like martyrs, and murders. martyrs and murders and then yeah like um, I think yeah an epic is a good name for it that's pretty cool yeah. okay so then so then when people when, when they create epics in the murders can do this too no, I don't think they can do that too, because the murders are using somebody else's energy source. They don't yeah. need to be using their own energy source. Exactly. That's why they're like, that's why they end up losing. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So the the whole epic thing, they should figure that out after the war starts. That should be how they win. Because um, they're only using their own energy source. They don't realize they can use each other's energy sources. Wait, is who is this? Sense. Huh? Who who is believing this? I don't understand. Say say what you just said again. So so like I think them figuring out the whole epic thing that should be something that happens after the barrier falls and the war starts. Oh okay. Um. Does that make sense? What, what does the name come from? What does the name come from? Oh, maybe that's just what the like the old legends were called. Yeah. Right. Like. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they would always call like groups of people, um, groups of of uh, of incarnates. They would always call them epics, and they never understood what that meant. <laughs> and they they always thought that when it said like they're stronger together. They always thought that that was just an obvious thing. Of course, they're stronger together, but they didn't realize that it was a legitimate thing of their power gets <laughs> stronger. Their own power gets stronger. Mm-hmm. When, when yeah, I mean, so so um, question that uh, so, I mean, it seems obvious to me that to actually restart the barrier, like they would need to sacrifice themselves, right? That's probably right. why all the people, like all the all the epics died. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just realized Epic is what they call 
superhero in uh, oh. in Steelheart. <laughs> no, I can't use that. No. Crap. I knew there was a reason why. <laughs> Um. So what's another word? What's another story word? Yeah, like I'm a legend? It up. Like, you know what I mean? But that that's still like it's one thing. Like Uh, yeah, coterie. Um, a league. A league is a guild, a circle, yeah. a union, yeah. Yeah. a sorority, a fraternity. No, I'm just kidding. Um, legion. An affiliation. A combine. How about an Odyssey? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to, yeah, if you want to play with play with those themes. Uh, so basically, it means like a long and eventual journey or experience. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with it being called an Odyssey. Just occurred to me that, like, calling the, the dark magic users murders is kind of great because literally like a group of crows is I called know. murder but uh -huh. they don't need to be in a group to be powerful exactly so it's like they're so they using they wouldn't be called they're but, using yeah. the power of a group but forcefully so yep. so what they probably have they probably just have like a giant group of slaves around them that they can just like channel through oh gosh yeah oh wow yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> okay so here's what i'm thinking then so is it is it going to be this color thing then as, as well is it going to be like i have the light magic and you have the dark magic because then then it'll make the main character's appearance look awesome where he always <laughs> has his light side to him and his dark side to him i mean or he's like gray oh wow <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty slick right like we have like like the the good like the the good incarnates are like these like angelic beings right and the other ones are like tieflings right like demonic or whatever right right and then you have um like uh, i think it's, i i want to go with the whole bird thing i want to go with the whole bird thing that they like like get wings so it's like it's like crows and doves yeah it's like angels and demons right like it's yeah. this yeah. fallen yeah do do do, I mean, do they actually have wings i don't know <laughs> that could be part of the power like they're not actual wings but like they could use the power like oh to yeah to make like energy wings make wings yeah. yeah oh yeah i think i think it should be like a light and dark thing what do you guys think what do you mean 
like like the energy that I create, like I can create like uh oh Oh, okay. I really like the idea of the things that they can use the magic for. Um, either has something to relate to how they died in the first place, like how they murdered somebody oh, yeah. in cold blood mm. and then was mm-hmm. reborn, or how they were martyred. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also something that they gained, or or like they can gain later, like it, it because they had to show like some sort of attribute in order to get this thing. Yeah. So I mean, this is a lot that. like um the um um the the crap. What are they called? the returned in warbreaker right like they exemplified a certain attribute when they died and so they come back as the god of that thing right like it's like so it kind of it will inform their abilities right so someone who dies like saving um like i'm trying to think of an example um like saving an orphanage or whatever um i don't know what abilities they'd have that would be different You'd have to be pretty creative with what that meant. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of more like like the attributes. Okay, so so um, there are certain like attributes that they so embodied, like courage, they love. Embodied, yeah, and then they got that power. I guess they unlocked that that. So think of it as like a circle. Like if we're gonna go for like, um, you know, maybe like the. I don't know. Think of like a circle of like, like an unlock skill tree. And if you embody courage, you were able to use, you were able to manifest weapons, right? If you show an unbelievable amount of courage, you're able to manifest these weapons. Um, if, if you show an unbelievable amount of like love or like um, uh, passion, you then can do the wing thing. And you are able to use the energy to grow wings and like are super agile. I mean, you, know, yeah, you can make up, you, totally, totally cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would help us narrow down what, like make up make rules that are more defined for what, yeah. right? Give each person a specific thing they can do that they're they're good at. Right, but then but, but then there's, there's things that everyone that, can do too. Right, there's things that everybody can do, and then there are things that. But then but then also you can unlock more powers by truly embodying those things mm. again. So like there could be somebody who. Who then, even though he already is a martyr, can then show an unbelievable amount of courage, and like get well. Would he have to die for it again, though? Maybe you don't have to die. Yeah, again. I was about to ask, like, if if these people have already like died and come back, like if yeah. like what happens if they die again, but it's still an act of martyrdom? Like, do they come back with more power? I think that should happen to one of the characters in <laughs> in the in the series is is like during the war. He like does that and then gets he so like it's this thing of it's like the last like like scenes it's the at the absolute climax and he he like jumps in the way and like dies for a friend of his and then mm. and then all hope seems lost and oh no the main character does that the main yeah. character does that and shows a level of selflessness and martyrdom for his kids and then is reborn without the darkness. Yes. I like that. Oh. Wouldn't oh, that's, that be yeah, awesome? That's, that's great, yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> my heart. Okay. All right, that's what we're doing. Okay, cool, yeah. 
So, so yeah, it will be a class thing. I'm not, I'm, I don't think anybody else is going to gain new powers. I think it's just going to be a, a thing of everybody's powers are a little different. Yeah. And that's so they have, they're, they're good yeah. at different things. Yeah. So, so I, I'm assuming that all martyrs can shield. Yeah. Right. Like, that and that's, sense. that's why the whole barrier thing, so they can, shield. yeah, they're using their own strength to, to shield, or once they figure it out, they can use other people's strength to shield. Um, and then every time they're using their their powers, they have this idealism that they still that they then this this purity that they uh, feel that they more embody when they're using, you know, that thing. And the same thing for uh, for the guy who's going to train them to protect themselves against the dark magic. He has to use his dark magic to to you know test their protection. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the whole like bolts, I'm thinking he has to like like use their own energy and like leech bolts of energy from them and then strike them with it, and he has to test that out by using the dark magic. And the more he's using the dark magic, the more he is losing control of his abilities. But he's the only person that can do this, so he has to overcome it. And and that's the story. What was the um, last part? So, so, uh, the, the martyrs can use like shields, right? Mm -hmm. And the murders, uh, use other people's energy to create like bolts of like energy and like can shoot things at people. Right. That's, that's like the base of, of, right. of all of it. Um, and man, I'm the, liking the idea of like holographic shields. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, it's pretty much what it is. It's like an energy shield that like i'm not saying really holographic just like it, it right, i mean like, but it's energy so yeah yeah but it is energy yeah. so i mean yeah but like uh the main character has to use the dark magic to train them to to be able to protect themselves against the dark magic so he's constantly using it and that's why it's so hard for him is he's had it under control for so long mm -hmm. and the more he's using it the harder it is for him to like do that mm-hmm Okay, so what's the main what's the main thing that he learns and how does he change? Like what if you could put that in like a sentence? Um Like is it is it I mean it sounds like his main thing is choosing selflessness over selfishness. Right. And and really the intent behind the action is is just as important as the action itself. There you go. Right. That's that's that's, that's what he learns, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. The intent behind the action is just as important as the action itself. Yeah, I mean but that's 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 like what everybody learns, but I feel like him specifically is also learning something about the sense of uh or what no, what if what if he can use what if you can use the dark magic to do the same exact thing? What do you mean? what if what if what if the main character can use the dark magic selflessly no i don't i don't think i don't think it makes sense because like i mean it would kind of defeat the purpose of having both of them yeah right like he would he could be able to use remember we had this idea between offense and defense where right. like it's a false dichotomy Right. Um, and, and then you can have him like using obviously light magic, right? Like to, to be offensive. And then it's, it's realizing that there is a way to do it 
that's not selfish. Maybe it's right. just so ingrained in everybody that attacking someone else is selfish and will always be selfish. Like, this is the lesson we had to learn from our ancestors, right? Like, we couldn't <laughs> use the dark magic. We couldn't be selfish. We couldn't attack. We had to only defend. But then it's, like, right. a false dichotomy that's, like, growing up in legend because they haven't they've right. forgotten how the magic works. So everybody's afraid to ever attack anyone, but then they realize, okay, there is a way to do this. You just have to right. have the right intention. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. I mean, he also <laughs> is just having to learn his own emotions. Right. And, like, learn to control this. And to have yeah. pure intentions. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Awesome. Well, um, I think uh, this might take the cake for the longest episode <laughs> Wait, maybe really? maybe of all time. What? No, we had like so. a three-hour episode. There's no way. We we've definitely not had a three-hour episode. So the the longest episode we've had. So here, let me let me let me do a, a search on this. It's been, it's we are definitely in the so running for is... top five of longest though. No. <laughs> we we are now at at two hours and uh ten minutes. That's not even close. Let me. Two let me hours forty five minutes is the longest one. What? Yeah. Two hours and 45 minutes? Yeah. What are you looking at? Um, I believe it was the uh, the world building one that we did. Right. That's the one I'm thinking of too, but I, I, I don't think it was that long. Here, let me look. <laughs> when, did we, when did we do these episodes? Like 19, I think. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it was 19. Oh, no, two hours, no, 15 18. minutes. Uh, yep, told you. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, we are nearing the longest episode ever. Let's just keep this going for a little bit longer and then... <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Nah, so like, and then the other one like that was really long was the Ruby episode. Yeah. <laughs> and that was... That one, that one felt long. This one hasn't felt long. That one's two hours and 15 minutes. So yeah, we're we're nearing that that level. So for top three episodes, top three longest <laughs> episodes, this one, the Ruby episode, and uh, the World Building episode. So, um, and that's when I edited things, the World Building episode. <laughs> if I hadn't edited that, man, whew. uh, yeah. But okay, yeah. I mean, does that give you a good good idea, Connor? Of yeah, what that's about. Cool stuff. Well. Um, if you follow us in the month of November, we will be continuing to uh, attempt to uh, flesh out these stories more and more by actually writing them down. So uh, wish us luck on that. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you if you haven't been around uh, and, and listened to this, um, Connor's going to write the book that we just discussed. I'm going <laughs> to finally finish To Look Skyward. It's the plan. And, uh, and then uh, Carly is going to write a cool sci-fi novel that we brainstormed uh, yeah. two episodes ago. Um, and then David just said, now you just have to brainstorm mine. Wait, what What? What do you mean, David? <laughs> what are you going to write? You Tell got us. two days. You got two days. Are you going to do NaNoWriMo with us? Because you should. Do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, David, you need to listen to that episode. Okay, go to YouTube and listen to the episode right now where we brainstormed with Carly. Okay, it is... It's based in the Elysian Road universe. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but, uh, but yeah. That was just last week's, I believe. 
No. I think. Oh no, no, that's two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. One third, well, episode one. Wait, what did we do last week? Highlighting your Bible. Oh right, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So let's see what. So the plan for next week. That's what I'm. It's what I'm wondering. Yeah. <laughs> is our first fifth of November. Fifth of November, so we're gonna read through. Um, oh, okay. That's Obviously not all of what we each have, no. but <laughs> like first page maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that makes sense. That's some good accountability. Yeah, that is. <laughs> uh yeah cool so uh yeah David, Here's the thing you is we've totally... tried to do this many a times before <laughs> yeah like, hey, let's all write a chapter of this book we just wrote but now we have nanowrimo and we have and the podcast, podcast pressure account. <laughs> podcast pressure and i'm actually determined to do this <laughs> that's that's the real kicker right there <laughs> you got connor in turn to do it you were determined to do it before but because yeah. i wasn't you had an i did it before <laughs> yeah But so yeah. I'm actually going to do this. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited. It'll be great. Uh, good stuff. Um, yeah, now I just need to get excited for my book. <laughs> I need to I need to talk with David again about my plot holes. Anyway, <laughs> I'll figure it out. We'll write some stuff. It'll be great. Yeah, so uh, the month of November will be us going through our NaNoWriMo stuff um, because that'll be fun and it'll be great. And I have to do it anyway for a class. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we were, we were talking with Dad earlier today too and it sounds like he might actually be doing NaNoWriMo with us as well. He has a, an outdoor adventure That's novel that he's been wanting to write yeah. for forever. So this would be a good excuse. Everyone do NaNoWriMo. It'll be great. <laughs> We can make like our own little like group on the NaNoWriMo website and everything. I think that's <laughs> a thing. Um, but yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show and at our website at Christian Artist Show dot com. We got a lot of uh, cool episodes for you to browse. This has been episode 115 guys <laughs> we've been doing this for so long how many how many episodes has carly been doing it with us since, since like 89 i believe oh 89 really man i think so i want yeah, to check this somewhere around there because you did the uh brainstorm episode you were with talking us. about uh uh the year 89 for a second and i was like, uh, <laughs> i haven't been alive since then, so. <laughs> yeah, not, neither were we were. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see Oh yeah, you were on eighty nine was the Carly Pynchon yeah. poetry episode, um, but then you came on as like a regular co host in speculative fictions and, and characters yeah. ninety two. The second one, yeah. Ninety two, yeah. Uh, back in ninety two, um, <laughs> which is crazy because that was in like January, right? Yeah. Like, so um, like it's been almost a year. February, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, January so- February is when I published the episode, so obviously in January because. <laughs> Yeah, it's it February the here's, 3rd. Here's, yeah. yeah, here's one thing I've been... Sorry, I was interrupting no, you there. Right. <laughs> uh, here's one thing I, I realized we haven't done in a very long time is mm-hmm. check, like, listener stuff on the podcast. We should plan on that doing yeah. that week of, like, of, of uh, the increase of how many listens we've had. If we've yeah. Uh, somebody was asking me about our podcast tonight, and um, I was like, yeah, we're pretty much on, like, literally every single like platform there is for <laughs> podcasting and like video stuff 
So except for Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. So I was like, I you wonder, can go to Google Play and and find our podcast yeah. there. So yeah. I, I was like, I wonder what else. Like, I wonder if if we you know have retained like the listeners that we have before because we had a consistent forty. Uh, listeners I mean, yeah. Here, for let a me. Time. I mean, we we've well, been let's having. Do it next week. Let's do it next week. Well, I mean, I can literally just look at it right now. Like, well, yeah, but our we don't need to make a whole episode out of it. I just, um, well, let's no, see. We'll, we'll just start with um, that. No, real quick. Because <laughs> this is now the longest episode we've ever had. So. Oh, that's what I figured you were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, here, I gotta find. Come on now. Here we go. Okay. So in the past month, we've had 210 listens. Hmm. So, yeah, I would say it's about the same as we've usually had. Okay. It looks like it. Um, see, is there a way that I can... Yeah, I'd say it's about it's like twenty to forty, yeah, somewhere okay. around there, depending on the episode. Because a lot of them, and there's there's a lot of old episodes that always get listened to randomly too. <laughs> That's um, probably me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Let's see the one the the random episodes that have been listening listened to this this past month. Um, the one about social media speculative fictions and characters too. That was me. The one, the one about <laughs> instrumental music. Speculative fiction and setting too. That was me. Carly Pinching poetry too. That was yeah, that was me. Bonus episode four. I mean, so there's been like six or six, five, and four listens on those though. So not all of them were you. Yeah, um, but those are some of the ones that I've listened yeah. to more recently. Bonus episode four, the fulfillment of the law, was listened to sixteen times this this month. Oh dang! Really? Yeah. Um, the most listened to episode in this past month was 112, our review of My Hero Academia. <laughs> so that makes sense. Anyway, this is random statistics from uh, our website. Uh, cool. So, um, this is probably a horrible way to announce this, especially because David is in chat, but, uh, we will not have Elysian Road this Friday. No! Um, because I am going to be, I'm going to be up north. Um, with Anna, uh, we're gonna go to a Icarus account concert, um, uh, that Friday night, and then spend the hang out, um, spend the night with uh, Courtney Cullum and her, her hubby. Is Chase coming with you too for that? Um, I don't think so. No. Really? Interesting. Nope. We yeah. asked you, but you didn't want to go. So yeah. <laughs> um, I but... realize it's Friday. Yeah, so it's this Friday, yeah. Um, so no Elysian Road this Friday, unfortunately. Um, but we will have Ternalius this Thursday, which is exciting. And there's going to be some crap in the fan there. We're going to have the trial of Toity. Toity's going to be on trial. It's going to be great. Um, and then next week after that, we should have normal Ternalius and Elysian Road. And then the week after that, we should have normal Ternalius and Elysian Road. But it's gonna actually be good. the sixteenth. I will not the 16th, be. Sixteenth, you won't be there. Okay. Yeah, Oi. because I'm awesome. going to Twenty One Pilots concert. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have Elysian Road on the ninth. But yeah, that's the only time in the 
near so, future. So uh, I was going to say for the 16th, we should go back to our other spinoff. From but I'm not going to be that. He's in that one too. Yeah. That's that's with Carly. But that's the thing. Okay, so if we have. um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) David just did a tongue face. Um, (laughs) So if we. I'm trying to remember if it's just us and not Carly, we could do Four Horsemen. True. That's the thing we could do. There's probably a couple of others. I was there for the last session of that, though. I don't think you were. No. No. Uh, I mean, we ended though. Like that was we ended right. the arc, so it would be a completely different thing. Um, but there's like I mean, there's a couple of other things we could do too. We, we could find something to do. It'll be fun. Okay. Uh, anyway, we I'm, we're just randomly. I don't know why this episode has been so long. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're done. We're out. <laughs>